0: Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about lucid dreaming techniques. And for those of you who are tuning into this podcast the first time, or didn't get to listen to last week's episode about nightmares, lucid dreaming is a technique that you can use to get consciously aware about your dreams. So you would know that you're dreaming during your dreams, and that way you are able to give your dream an intention and guidance and to experience things that you want to experience, uh, such as facing your nightmares with a different awareness and kind of being able to integrate these we'll walk through that too but in particular today and in next week's episode we're going to talk about how you can actually learn to lucid dream and just to let you know i had to switch microphones just a second ago because my microphone broke down on me it started buzzing around so uh, we'll have to cope up with this little lovelier microphone i've got right here and we're gonna expand our topic not only to lucid dreaming in regards to nightmares But use it as as what it is. It is this big free entertainment system. So you can basically dream and experience anything you like to. And I would encourage you to try to do that because you can imagine how much fun it will be to just be able to fly or to do whatever you always wanted to do and to experience this in a complete safe environment. So everything that I'm passing on to you Uh, in this week's episode and in next week's episode uh, is basically stuff that I learned at least in depth um, attending a seminar from Charlie Morley. Uh, I went to the Holy Isle of Scotland and uh, had a four or five day retreat, which was really great. And Charlie gives several seminars all around lucid dreaming, shadow work. And if you want to get deeper into this and want somebody who takes your hand and walks you through, Uh, Charlie is really the the one uh, guy you want to go to. So he comes from the Tibetan Buddhism perspective of things, doing something that is called Dream Yoga. And Dream Yoga is put together out of three parts. Uh, Part one is conscious dreaming, so you know that you're dreaming and kind of um, attach and think about your dreams. A dream part two is lucid dreaming. This is the technique that we are going to talk about today in next week's episode, how to do this, which is that you are not only aware of that you're dreaming, but you are also influencing your dreams, asking your dreams to um, give you things or experience things. And um, number three is the out of body experience, uh, which is kind of a meditation or you can do it in lucid dreaming too to get out of your body and have this kind of your your inner self, your, your spirituality split from your body and giving you a new perspective on things. But this is nothing that we're going to cover in these podcasts. So we're going to stick to lucid dreaming, the technique that you can use to influence your dreams and to integrate things that show up in your dreams as nightmares. So basically, there are two different ways to get conscious about your dreams, to step into lucid dreaming. The first way is the straightforward way, which is a little bit tricky because um, you would step into your dreams, you know, you fall asleep and you get into this hypnagogic state of um, state of mind where things start to flash up. You get kind of these little hallucinations and, um, This is kind of the state before you drop into sleep and you would focus through affirmations and keep your mindset on this hypnagogic state to really carefully slip into your dreams and keep that consciousness awake and alive until you actually dream. So this is... um, a way that is kind of straightforward, but it's kind of complicated too, because when you fall into sleep, you tend to get tired. And when you're tired, you're just, it's about letting go of control. And keeping this focus up is about, you know, keeping your control. And I can tell you from my personal experience, I did get to go lucid a couple of times with this technique, Um, but it also gave me a little bit of sleep disturbance. When we met at 3.30 a.m., I was not able to fall asleep once in those uh, in, in that retreat. So that was the first one and a half hours, of me staying awake. And it's basically because I, I usually, you know, you, I could get up, go to bed, no problem, but you get your brain active, you're doing affirmations, you're focusing on something and that, for me, is a little bit difficult. It's the second thing that is a little bit crucial when it comes to this technique is that in the first stages of your sleep, you have longer periods of deep sleep. So this is the the sleep where we typically don't dream that much. Um, and it's this it's super important sleep too, because we our body, you know, gets that ho- uh, human growth hormone out which is important to build our muscles and to regenerate our, our uh, bodies. And also the delta waves that go on in our brain kind of uh, flush away the acids out of our brain. That's uh, at least what you know people think right now. Uh, and um, the distance between the hypnagogic stage and the REM dream state is kind of big because we fall into deep sleep. In the morning hours, this looks different. So, If you want to use this technique, it's probably better to set an alarm clock to something like 5 a.m. and then get up, move a little bit that you're not super, super sleepy because otherwise, at least when it comes to me, I would close my eyes and be gone again. And when you did that a couple of minutes, then you go back to bed, focus on the hypnagogic stage, recognize that you're falling asleep slowly, that these hallucinations show up, you know, maybe little flashy lights in your eyes, you just observe this. And at some point you will start to slip into a dream. The really tricky part here is, and this is what happened to me a couple of times, is to keep this observer mode, this relaxed. I must say this relaxed observer mode um, state up and running, because what happened to me is that i noticed that i got lucid and i got excited i thought oh this is working and that moment you know just flashed away and everything was black and i did that a couple of times but i did manage to lucid dream um, through this technique so um, it does work it is for real and it may be something that you want to try Because it's kind of the straightforward way, you know, you just have to keep your focus and your consciousness and you're more, uh, you've got more control of what's gonna happen. The second part technique that you can use is to actually get lucid when you're dreaming. So how does that work? Basically, you need to do a little bit more preparation for this uh, because you have to, at daytime, you have to get your unconscious to ask yourself the question if you are dreaming. Uh, so how would that look like? Uh, typically, uh, and this is what I'm, I'm just giving you not only what Charlie told us or um, in, in that retreat, but what I experienced on my own. So um, he showed up something like a Colombo method that was us walking around, uh, looking at our environment with more detail, and basically looking for things that we found to be strange. So, You are awake and you know that you're awake, of course, but you would find something that you find to be a little bit wired. And if you find something like that, you would first of all acknowledge that it's wired. You said, oh, this is wired. You know, I've seen, maybe you'll find a little bug you've never seen before. You say, oh, this is wired. So second part is you would consciously ask yourself if you're dreaming. So first of all, you acknowledge it's wired. Then you would say, oh, am I dreaming? So you, you would really ask your question, the, yourself that question. And then you would do a reality check. So what is this? A reality check is basically something that you can do in, a, in an awakened state that would typically uh, lead to a different behavior when you're dreaming. Uh, this can be uh, looking at your hand. So you would look at your hand, give your hand an intense uh, look, You would see, you know, your open hand, you would look into that and say, okay, it looks uh, as if it's my hand, you know, I can see my five fingers, I can see my little ring, whatever. Then you would close your hand to fist, turn it around and turn it back and open it, flip it back. This is a thing that dreams typically have a problem with or could have a problem with. So... What you would now want to do is to see if your hand looks the same. You would count your fingers, see if there's still finger, five fingers there, if your ring's still there. Then you would try to pull off one of your fingers. So you would take your other hand and pull out your small finger, something like that. And if all that works, you would say, Okay, I must be awake. So remember, when you're awake, of course you know that you're awake, but you're going to do it anyway and you're going to take it very serious. Because what happens in the end, if you repeat this over the course of a day, or uh, you know, constantly bring up this, this uh, awareness that you find something that's wired, ask yourself the question if you're de- dreaming and doing this reality check, what happens is that eventually when you're sleeping, you will do the same in your dreams. And this happened to me um with you know even during that retreat i had a little dream where i was stroking a bird it was kind of a little bird and during me doing this the bird started to grow and i thought oh this is really wired then i thought am i dreaming and the answer was yes i must be then i wanted to do the reality check take my hand but i didn't have hands remember it's a dream something like that can happen and uh, what I thought next was, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't need my hands because this is so wired that it must be a dream. So this is kind of how it works. And this will be the second technique that you can use, which will afford a little bit of you know, preparation. So you will have to walk through your days getting doing this uh, thing constantly to uh, prepare for your dreams. So after we now know what we wanna do and what the two different uh, paths to lucid dreaming are, I wanna give you two concrete techniques that you can use right away to uh, get lucid. So first of all, you want to uh, write a dream journal. Get a little notebook, get a little pen, put it beside your bed and start writing down your dreams as soon as you remember them. Uh, If you are not able to remember your dreams that good or that often, there are two things that I uh, can tell you about this. First of all, if you wake up and you lay still in your bed, you will increase your odds of being able to remember your dreams. So don't move, give yourself a couple of minutes to just relax and think about what might have been the last couple of minutes or hours. And that way um, dreams are higher likely to show up again. And the second thing is that as soon as you start writing a dream journal, this is a signal to your unconscious that dreams are important to you. And your unconscious will react with giving you more dreams, more of what you request. Uh, Writing a dream journal is a really important part. And the second technique that you will want to use is to set up a dream plan. Uh, So what's that? A dream plan is basically your intention, your script of what you want to experience in your dream. And it's um, put together out of three parts. The first part, and we're following the dream yoga technique here, is to have a sankalpa, which is a short sentence with your intention. So uh, coming back to nightmares, the intention could be fear, I call you. So you actively call a thing into your dream. That's the sankalpa. Uh, the second thing is to have a description in place where you, in a couple of sentences, describe what you want to experience. So you're not under control of all of the details of a dream, and that's not kind of the, uh, the uh, game here. But you want to write down what, in general, you want to do, be doing in your dreams. Which could be, I'm going to stick to the nightmares because that's where we're coming from, but um, please remember you can use this for entertainment uh, pure you could have an intention to fly around whatever but for nightmare and coming to the the fear uh, thing you could write down uh, i call my fear and um, i will uh, you know want to meet my fear want to send my fear all the love and acceptance that i can have and uh, I-, I want to simply accept my fear and embrace my fear to integrate it as a piece of myself, something like that. Uh, and the third part is to have a little, a little uh, artwork around that. You know, How would that look, look for you? If you're not a big drawer, uh, that doesn't matter. Uh, it's just about getting creative, getting different parts of your brain active, take pens, take different colors, and just draw a little, little picture about that. Um, you will get a cheat sheet at sleeptrust.eu. You can download it. You're gonna have get it for free. Uh, that will give you a little bit of guidance uh, on there. And I th- think we're gonna put in a little example for you uh, to let you know how th- something like that w- could look like. Um, so definitely check it out at sleeptrust.eu in the show notes to this week's episode. Download it and use that. And the last part would be uh, to use affirmations. So before you fall asleep, and we're gonna go into depth into that next week's episode, put out affirmations. Say something like, I want to consciously be aware or I will consciously be aware that I'm dreaming. I will consciously be aware that I'm dreaming. I will be lucid dreaming. Um, You will also get, you know, kind of ideas for affirmations on our Instagram account. If you're not already following uh, me or us there, uh, please do so. I, uh, you know, Instagram is just so great. We've got fantastic content on Facebook too. Um, Personally, Instagram is my favorite. So we're going to push out a couple of uh, inspirations on affirmations this week. Uh, Definitely check that out. And in next week's episode, we will uh, dig in uh, to... Uh, the techniques of what you really want to do, which affirmations you want to pick, tie all of this together and give you a solid foundation to get into lucid dreaming. So with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Lucid dreaming is a fantastic technique when it comes to integrating so-called bad emotions and can really help you to get rid of your nightmares. You can also use it for entertaining purposes or even to raise your spirituality. You can get lucid if you keep your focus through the hypnagogic stage of sleep or through reality checks during sleep. What you wanna do to start getting lucid is to start writing a dream journal, writing your dream plan, and to start doing affirmations. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when i will tie all of this together give you a couple of additional techniques and really boost your ability to go lucid right away until then have a superb sleep hey there and thanks for listening to the sleep trust podcast i hope you've enjoyed this episode if you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcastsleeptrust.eu. At I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.